Another surprise that I will speak English. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, because of Dima, if he decided to speak English <laughs> here, I think we all are encouraged to do so. <sighs> so scary. <laughs> but and not that I never spoke English, but not you know it's different to speak um, speak about. It, you know, spiritual stuff or biblical stuff, it's, it's a little bit different. But anyway, I hope you all understand me. I still have an accent, <laughs> of course. 27 years don't help. <laughs> yes, but um, I, I wanted to share something uh, that I live with in my heart for, for a long time now. And um, what made me, you know, think about it and, and, you know, meditate on that is I had um, some questions um, after we traveled in, uh, to Carolina. Um, I think it was last year that um, we've been, you know, exposed to some information, I guess, or myself, I was really, really... Um, into finding out what has really happened in, you know, with some very famous evangelists um, that fall into sin, that went away from God, and what happened to people around. And I don't know why, but I just kept thinking about it and thinking. And then um, a lot of times, like, I had a, you know, in my heart, it's like, what is really happening to people who go so far from God that have been so deep in the ministry and it still really really much surprises me <laughs> to hear the things that i hear from people who who you think you you need to follow you know or you you think you you know those are the people that serving god's body uh, you know the, the the body of christ and and then you you hear that people could become even atheist or or could say that Bible is old-fashioned, or, or you know, or when you when you see it's it didn't surprise me, you know, that the people fall in sin because, you know, just I I'm not even going there because you know I know that I'm not at the point right now to, as we say, not to judge, <laughs> but the question is like, what has happened? My question was always, what is happening in the heart of person? What is it that you, you're holding your Bible, what is it that makes you say the things even like after you fall? Like you, you think you expect, you know, this and this, and then there's totally different actions. And so I've been thinking and thinking about it. And then when we, um, when, when we read the Bible and we look at um, Judah, what has really surprised me when... Um, there's 12 disciples, everybody's walking with Jesus, everybody's in the ministry, everybody is next to God himself. Everybody admits that he's God. And what has surprised me that Judah knew, or he, ha- he actually realized that he betrayed innocent blood. It wasn't like he didn't understand it, he understood it. And then he went and did suicide. And he, he said, I sinned. He did admit. He did 
kind of repent. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like when I, when I think about people like him, what is it? Or the King Saul, you know, opposite from King David, what has happened to King Saul? Like he, he was small in his eyes before he became king. And what has happened that he was so far from God? It's like you, you know, God was speaking to you. What is it? And it, honestly, like sometimes like I, I felt like I'm going to explode. It's like, what is it? And then <clears throat> what I really came to right now is that I really, really want to ask every one of us, like, are you adopted? I, what I've seen is that all Christians to me today is, I would say, divided on three. And uh, when we read uh, about prodigal son, it's interesting that if you look at, you know, just usual way, you think, okay, prodigal son is bad, and the older son is good, he's always in the house, but you know what I've seen is that neither of them, they had spirit of adoption. They did not understand what his father had for, he, for them. One was went away from father and said, okay, uh, you know how a lot of times like, um, when we are divided on those categories, you know, one, um, one type of Christians, they do everything wrong and they, don't, they always feel something is missing and they don't understand and it's so hard to serve God. And another you know, part of Christians, they could feel, I'm here, I'm doing everything right, but I'm so miserable. Why? Why am I always guilty? Why am I not enjoying life? Why am I not enjoying God? Why I don't feel God? And I'm not sure why there's no third son in that, in, 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 you know, in that story. But there's a third category of people that have a spirit of adoption. They understood the God's father heart. And they became sons and daughters. And what I see is that if you do not become son or daughter... Even though you are, could be, you could be adopted, but it is your choice to accept the spirit of, of, of um, adoption. You, you know, there's something in this, it, it's missing in many people. They, they want to please God. And if we think about an orphan, uh, what, are the, what is the difference between orphan and adopted children? Can, can you say, like, things about an orphan or the homeless or... Yes? Exactly. Lonely, maybe someone else scared, right? Tired because of constantly thinking what, what's next. What am I... Does not belong to something. He's cold and cold-hearted, um, no family, sometimes careless, right? Like if, if, you, if you would ever see, you know, years and years if the child would be living on the street, what, what are the, you know, the sad eyes, uh, cries alone, rejoices alone, um, sometimes like, you know, could be selfish because he doesn't know what's going to come next, you know, this insecurity, um, I'm sorry, low self-esteem, there's no future, uh, there's a lot of things we can go on and go on, there's jealousy to others, 
um, he would be really, really like, you know, looking at some things and be so amazed, but he knows he will never have it. Um, less clothes, um, maybe no clothes at all, no shoes when it's winter time. Um, the, the, the orphan could steal things from other people, from other stores, because he needs to just find something, you know. Um, and these are all the physical things that could happen to people, but sometimes we, we could have a father, we could have a family, we could have everything, we could have a family, but this, our spirit is like that. Like, we don't feel comfortable. We're, we're still an orphan. And I would say everyone is an orphan until you really become, until you really realize what it is, what it is to become a son or daughter. And, yeah, um, spiritually, no one can make me an orphan. You may be adopted, but can still be an orphan by your own choice. It's between you and God. And I would say, if you do not receive the spirit of adoption, if you do not realize what has Father God has for you, You'll be so miserable all your life, even though you try to do everything right. You could be in, you know, big ministry. Um, if you think that the church is, if you know, ever like trying to make steps to the success, it is a spirit of orphan. You, you can, you know, the family is is nothing about performance. When you're in the family, you you don't walk at home like you're walking on the stage, right? <laughs> You, you just don't. You don't act, right? Because everybody knows you. Come on, don't act. You know, you, I know you. You're, you know, I know, you know, you could have some, like, you know, like pieces of, you know, food on your, <laughs> on your mouth and someone say, just wipe it up or go brush your teeth. It stinks, you know. Or you know, because your family knows you. There's things that could be, you know, you're not afraid. You're not even embarrassed, honestly. If you're not embarrassed if there's something wrong with you, because you are a son or daughter. You have a brothers or sisters, you have a father and mother. In the family, everything is accepted, really. You know, but of course, you know, your brother or sister will tell you it's wrong and you could fight, but but it's different, you know. If you are living as a homeless outside you're fighting for things that you shouldn't be fighting for, for little things, because you never know when happiness will come. You just don't know because you don't have anyone to protect you. And if you're walking outside and someone, you know, you are in danger, there's no one to stand in front of you. But this is what happens spiritually to us sometimes. If we still feel miserable, you know, or, um, like, honestly, like, it took me years to realize what God, you know, has called me into. Because I remember when I was just born again, and I was so trying to please God. Like, like you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I was just so trying. Every thought, every little thing, and all my motivations, all, everything had to be just perfect. Just so perfect. And I was so tired, honestly. Like I was, I was not happy. I was happy that I knew God, and I was happy to please Him. But I felt like I can never please Him because it's just impossible. And who am, am I? And is He going to look at me? And who are you? 
you really, you know, I would like you, but you really have no nothing. You know, you, you don't have talents, you have nothing. So that's how I felt. And I remember there was a prophet, uh, American lady, she, it's the first time we saw each other. And it was a prophecy. And God really, really spoke to me. And he said, you have been too hard on yourself. I love you just the way you are. It was so powerful. I have, I mean, it was just so strong in my deep in my spirit that um, I understood that it's not only from my side that I'm trying to please and, and reach for God. It's from His side. He's trying to reach me, and He cannot. He, it feels like He cannot please me because I'm never happy. You know, I'm always sad, and you know, I'm always want. You know, and when you receive the spirit of adoption, it doesn't matter. Like, there's nothing you can add to love from your parents. Really, your parents, I mean, if you ever told, told your parents, you don't love me, it is, yeah, I, I could, <laughs> I don't have enough vocabulary to tell you how not smart it is. <laughs> because all parents, they love you. You know, they, you can't tell that you don't love me because... They have so much to you that you cannot add. Yes, they can scream at you. Yes, they can say something. They can, you know, they can spank you or whatever, or take away the phone or anything. But there's so much in the heart. There's so much they want to do for you or give you a good advice for life. And imagine this prodigal son. He, you know, sometimes if you, I don't know if you could, you know, think about the, you know, a big church like in the earth and how many people act this way it's like god you gave me talents give me blessing right now everything what you have for me give it to me now and i will i know how to live i know how to make decisions i will do it myself and you know when you think about you know people like katy perry or even uh, who knows that brad pitt brad pitt right like He's from Baptist family, like really strong Baptist. And he's saying right now that God is, doesn't exist. It's like, what is it? My goodness, it's scary. <laughs> or, you know, a person who can sell the, soul to, sell, sell the soul to devil. It's like something is wrong because they never became a daughter or a son. And they had chance, you know, they, they, had, they have a father, but they had never chance to accept it. And, and there's something happening in the spirit. You know, it's really dangerous not to receive the spirit of adoption. And I would say the fathership idea came from God only. And if the world or if the um, person, the God's child, or, you know, the one who didn't accept the spirit of adoption, goes away from God or from his family acting like I know what I'm doing and don't tell me what to do. Nobody can tell me what to do. I am, I have it all in my hands and I know it. Just God gave me talent, so I'm going to go away, you know. Um, if, <clears throat> if the son, you know, he, he said I'm going to go, like he, he lost it all. It is such a danger to feel like you know what you're doing. There's always, you know, I, I don't know if you, I, I'm sure that a lot of you understand me. <laughs> when you look at, at the face of child and they're so happy and so innocent, 
and rejoicing. This is the spirit of God. So if these people get away from God, there is no fathership. It doesn't matter if you have a loving father at home. It doesn't matter how many people love you at the church. But if you, in your heart, being here, trying to get away from God, or thinking like, I know what to do and don't tell me, and being so irritated if someone tells you that this is wrong, there is no fathership outside the Father God. There is no fathership. You know, in, you could have everything, but not being able to use it, like, just like the older brother of prodigal son. He was in the house. He didn't go and sin in the world, but he was not happy. He was still jealous. He was still feeling like he was left out. It's like, you are living with the rich father. Come on, you know, you have to be happy. Use it all. Just use it. But you have to stay in the house. And when you are in the house, you need to use it. Accept God's love. And what I came to is that understanding that all my goal in my walk with God is to walk in Christ. Because he is the firstborn son. He has наследство, да, как heritage. Inheritance. He has inheritance. So all I need is to walk in Christ. He, because he's the firstborn and he is son of God. And when we are in him, what happens is that if you get, if you do something good, all glory goes to him because you are in him. If you do something bad, everything gets on him because he died on the cross. Because he's already paid. Like he, he, he takes it all. He takes all the danger that comes to your life. He protects you. He is in front. You are in him. And when you do something that is not pleasing to God, uh, you're not going, like you're not becoming so miserable, you know. Even though your spirit, yes, you, you do feel guilty. You do say, God, I'm sorry, I sinned. And you're immediately the son of God, the Christ, takes everything, you know, takes all this the, the shame, all the guilt on himself so really you are just like the whole walk with god if if you don't have it in your heart it is really hard to to be you know to be a christian honestly what i see right now like i see a lot of times like miserable christians miserable why not happy not having the simple joy just simple you don't have to make it so complicated my goodness so complicated just you need to be simple just this is a family in the family there's no complication i know my brother i know my sister okay there's nothing hard in in the in the family there's there's safety there's warmness there's clothes there's food you know there's always someone can help you always someone can kind of you know even push you which is love too Sometimes, I mean, in the family, anything would be okay. Like, I'm, I'm talking about good, you know, good idea family. Like, good example family, right? When we are thinking about ideal family. 
there's something supposed to happen to our spirit. And we, we are not to carry all the pack, you know, all the burden from past all your all all the life. We if you feel like you're carrying the burden, you are not a son or daughter yet. And you need to ask the Lord, God, show me what is it to become your son and to become your daughter. Because there's such a joy. Like, I, I cannot express, and I know that a lot of you feel the same way, what it is to feel like you are a daughter. It is so powerful. Like, and what in, in it is... Um, you are letting your father to love you. It is so important just as much as loving God. It is extremely important. I remember one, <clears throat> one wife uh, was sharing how hard it was for her because she wanted to love her husband so much and she wanted to hug him and he would always like, push away. And it was just as hard as not getting a love. And it is really painful for Father God to see that when he wants to love me, even if I am not worthy, when we say no, you know, I no. You know, I'm guilty, I I did this and this and, and God says, I want to heal you, I want to protect you, I want to feel your life with contentment because there's no contentment unless we let him love us unless we let him hug us there's no contentment in this world you'll always feel something is missing something is not right we see that um david king david he he was a son for sure he did some bad stuff but he was a son he was he had such a heart, even though physically, honestly, he didn't have really a father. Right? I mean if you if you agree with me, like he had a father, but they didn't even he did not experience love of his father. He he did not. They didn't even count him as a son. They didn't even call him. I mean he was just like by this world, by the physical eye, you would say he's the loneliest guy on the earth, sitting with the ships, singing the songs. Nobody cares for him, no brothers, no father. Like he has nothing, absolutely nothing. But he knew the Father God. He, he had the spirit of son. He didn't have physical ability to have a father like loves him so much. But he had a Father God. And he gave his whole heart to to God himself. I think that's what kept him all the way, you know, to to keep coming back to God. And if you see, this is really like, <clears throat> I think maybe, um, even though I'm sharing this right now, but my desire, honestly, for all of us to keep searching and keep thinking about it and ask God to show our spirit what is it that I'm missing in walk with God? What is it that I'm not experiencing yet? Like, is there something that I don't know? Yes, there is. There's so much. 
And when we look at the uh, Judah, you know, he it was it's interesting that um, he was not like a sinner. Like we think, okay, he's a betrayer. He d- he did not. Like he had everything not to be, be a betrayer, but the feeling that he could never feel or never accept this spirit of simplicity being a little boy, you know, like in, in the heart. It's like, oh, you know, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. But he was acting like I'm adult. I did the sin, I'm going to go kill myself. You know, it's like, I can do it myself. I don't need the sacrifice. I know everything. I know how to punish myself. I know how to make myself successful. I know everything. I know it. And here's the sacrifice of God next to him. And he's still on his own. He was such an orphan. I'm sure he had parents, but he, in his spirit, he was such an orphan. He just, like, I'm, when, even the way he, you know, the things that he said before, like, when he said, it's better to give this money to the poor, honestly, I think he was really giving some money to the poor. Like, I don't think he just said it. He was caring for poor people, but he never wanted to feel lower than God. You know, he's like, he was sitting there, and sometimes what we do, if we have the spirit of an orphan, or like a coldness spirit, we can think, well, Bible says so, but mm, I don't think it's, you know, I really don't think it's right, or I don't agree with this. And he's competing with God himself. And when you think it's like, come on, Judah, don't you think that God Almighty can't feed those poor people. You know, he can, with one day, he can feed everyone. You know, and you saw how the bread was multiplying. It is not an issue right now of being very smart and important and try to be, like, competing with God that, okay, you know, let's, let's just go care for poor people. You know, it's it's the spirit of pride. And when there's pride, the pride comes from devil himself. And when we have this pride in the heart, it really is an offense to the Holy Spirit. Because God does not want anything to remind God of our old nature. <laughs> and our old nature... The nature of Adam is a sinful nature. He does, God wants himself in us. He wants to see all the things that Christ did. He, we need to conform with, you know, with God, with Christ. Like We need to learn from him so that when God looks at us, everything about us reminds him of his own firstborn son, Christ, Jesus If we, um, I know that, you know, we can talk and talk and talk about this for a long time, but because when you look in the Bible, it's full of full of people, full of stories, or when, when you analyze 
what has happened to people. You can you could see either that or that. Someone is so far from God, and someone is so close to God. And God was always looking in deep in your heart, and He He always wanted to for Israel people to understand something. He always wanted them to feel that oh my goodness, He loves me so much. I I really want you know God. All my life is just like Dima was saying today that all my life is a glory to Him. He you know. All we need to do is just accept his destiny, accept what he has, live in his house, in the spirit, right? We, we could travel, but in our heart, we need to be in his house. We need to love his family, his people. Be always simple. Like, be aware of sometimes, like, um, to be honest, like, it scares me um, Sometimes when church becomes so uh, performing that it's, there's no spirit of son and daughter. You know, everything has to be up to standard. You, it's like an orphans. You just need to always please someone. You, you never know that you, you, you never believe in people's love because you think, okay, I'm going to do this. Maybe they'll love me. Maybe, And it's just like people in... Like doing everything perfect and everything, maybe no, just accept the love. You you don't need to think you have to be perfect, perfect, everything is right. No, just relax and just be open to corrections. That's all. I mean just really simple. Just believe in the love that people have for you. And never I hope that no one that are here <laughs> ever becomes um, dry, automatic, you know, worshiper of God. Mechanic, yeah, mechanically perfect, you know, because we can say, God, I love you. We can lift a hand. We can, we can even stand on our knees. We can jump. We, you know, it, the physical outside look could be different. You could do that or you could do nothing. <laughs> But you have to have a spirit of adoption. You need to be adopted. And sometimes people can't find in life what to do. They have so many questions. And they, they'll look for answers everywhere except God himself. <clears throat> We're going to pray today. We can see that um, Apostle Paul, like, it, it doesn't matter if you're smart or you're not as smart by the worldly um, standards. Because when we are God's children, there's no difference at all. Like you have a spirit of adoption. It doesn't matter. Like Apostle Paul, he said... Um, to know him, everything became nothing, even though, yes, God used whatever he knew. <laughs> but, but when he would meet other simple people or women or un- uneducated people, it didn't matter because they had spirit of daughter and spirit of son. We are one family. So 
always remember there's a physical world there's you know something that you can see with your eyes and there's always something that you can never see in it's you know god never goes by standards of this world it is it, it is good to be educated it is good to be simple <laughs> it is it's like in god's family there's everyone it really is everyone but if you are being just a simple person it it still doesn't mean you have a spirit of son <laughs> You really need to know that. You need to feel that there's a father, there's a family. God loves you. He cares. God, what do you have for me? You know, and be neither prodigal son or the older son. Because they, they both did not understand how much father loved them and that he has everything for them. And I'll just read what, the, um, what I wrote opposite from an orphan what children have and then we'll pray <clears throat> the children that are in the family they're secure they're taken care of they're rested because pa- parents work for them right because <laughs> they know you know if you get into accident you know that your father will come and fix the car and and help you uh, and of course, tell you what to do next and what not to do. <laughs> it's funny, you know. Our parents living by Bellingham for, you know, like over 15 years. Every single time, every single time we, I leave, you know, or we leave the parents' house, my dad tells me there's a police in this in this street. Every single time, like, make sure you don't, you know, because he will give you a ticket don't overspeed every single time so that's you know it's the heart of the father they just always care i was like yeah i know and she's like always keep the distance it's, it's like maybe maybe 30,000 times he told keep the distance actually yeah yeah same and he really doesn't help sometimes <laughs> and i know and i know if i wouldn't keep the distance and make an accident my father would still come and just hug me and love me and this is the trust between god you know it it doesn't mean you're abusing no it's not about it you know there's some things that you know god will just he just wants to love us so much but we're like okay no i'll do you know i know myself what to do there's no abuse or shouldn't be right (laughs) all belongings are safe in the place. I remember there was an orphan. Um, or, uh, orphan kids were flying from Russia to America. And every one of the group were adopted, uh, already had someone. And there was only one boy that had no one that would adopt him. And one of the uh, girls from our church, she was flying and talking to him. And she said, oh, you know what? You know, when she found out it, she felt so bad for him. And she said, you know, I have a present for you. Let me give you something. I'm sorry, it makes me cry. You know what he said? He said, no, I will not take it because it will be stolen anyway. This is what happens to to us if we don't feel... The spirit of adoption, 
It doesn't matter what we get in our life. It will be stolen anyway. It doesn't matter because he said, I will come back and, and other guys will just take it from me. And what I see is that if you live in the house of God, your belongings are safe. Not worried to lose something because parents will get it again. When you're sad, someone is there. When you're happy, someone is there to rejoice. Um, all the joy will be shared. Purpose of life, future, education. And also, the other side, that it's not always about me because there's other members of the family. You always, you're used to share. Like, you don't think I did it or, you know, it's just like all family. If God in trouble, parents will help. Or brothers and sisters will help. There's always food. Don't need to fight for someone, for you know, for any goods. Don't need to steal. And you're you feel like you're connected to the world, because if you have an orphan heart, you don't feel connected to people. You always feel like you're missing something. We're going to pray right now, and um, we'll check, and maybe, you know, I'm sure that Holy Spirit can tell you a lot more, and can search through your heart, and um, see where it is it, or what is it that is missing, and what is it that um, Holy Spirit wants to under, you to understand. Or to even open up to God's love. Because it seems like, oh, it's so easy, God loves me. No, it takes sometimes years. It takes years to realize what it is to let God love you the way he does. We are all orphans, honestly. We're all, it doesn't matter if we live in the families. We're all orphans until... We really, really get the spirit of adoption from our Holy Spirit. Let's pray.